0: the aliens are coming right i mean oh yeah yeah of course i mean if we're going by 2020 standards they're they're gonna be here Mm -hmm. um so it's honestly it's just a matter of time correct so uh we started thinking about okay which aliens would wreak the most havoc Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. humanity Mm -hmm. uh I think we're on the same page on this one. The xenomorphs from the Alien franchise.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: They have acid for blood. Right. Tongues that have their own mouths. Right. They use human bodies as vessels for their eggs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Luckily, they're mostly relegated to the far reaches of space, but I've seen Alien versus Predator where they battled it out on Earth so they can get here.
1: And Sigourney, right? Yep. Was part of that whole situation. hmm so, I'm going to go with that one. Um, but uh, another one on the list is the alien Scarlett Johansson from Under the Skin. She's the alien with the looks of, you know, Scarlett Johansson, obviously, luring you to your death with the promise of the lay down love. <laughs> obviously, a guy's going to follow a Scarlett Johansson and be like, <laughs> oh, sure. Where are we? Oh, the woods? Yeah, that's fine. The middle of. Okay, there's a spaceship. Yeah. Okay, that's where your room is? All right, let's go.
0: It'll probably be fine. It's fine. Right?
1: Scarlett Johansson. <laughs>
0: Uh, the pod people from Invasions of the Body Snatchers, which is Ugh. always creeped me out because yep. you go to sleep and you don't wake up. Instead, you're replaced by an emotionless alien copy of yourself, and there's a good chance we'd be gone before we even knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. So... So do
1: we want... Um, We can do one more because I have, I have one to end on okay. the next round. The ruling class in They Live. Mm. So this one's scary because... We're already kind of living it right now, except that the uh the area we live in under it is made of human beings, kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: If you've never seen They Live, you should probably maybe not run it.
0: It's John Carpenter. And yeah, it's uh
1: that's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> right there.
0: It should wrap it up pretty yeah. <laughs> pretty nicely.
2: John and Stephanie once again voted most likely to say Um,
1: are you gonna finish that?
2: Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com.
1: We're throwing out Mortal Kombat sounds well, off the air. We have to. <laughs> I mean, for no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Finish him.
1: Get over here.
0: <laughs> Babality. I, I used to hate getting turned into a baby. Why didn't
1: we ever get hired on as the voiceovers for... <laughs> <laughs> Street I Fighter because we would be laughing her. <laughs> Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, or, yeah. both of them. Yeah.
0: Fatality. I hated getting turned into a baby when I got my butt kicked in Mortal Kombat.
1: I never did that. I only had the fatality. I never had the babality. <laughs> oh,
0: I got whooped so bad by my friend. Is that real? They turned me into a baby. <laughs> Finish him, <laughs> and then whatever they did, then my <laughs> then, then, then my my character my character would. Would turn into a baby and just sit there on the ground crying.
1: Baybelities, you'll find it. Mortal Kombat Nine, all Baybelities. I found <laughs> out how all of them. I never knew they had Mortal Kombat Baybelities. <laughs> oh, because I didn't play Mortal Kombat Nine. I guess it was only in the ninth one. Uh
0: uh-uh. uh. Yep. Nope.
1: It wasn't in the first. I did, when I played Mortal Kombat back in my day, <laughs> we only had Fatal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the ground throwing a fit, but he also has his swords on his back.
0: Well, yeah, because his character gets turned into a dang baby.
1: This one, (laughs) this one isn't a diaper. He went ding, ding, and then he (laughs) fell on his back and now he's throwing a fit. Someone turn that turtle over.
2: Rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 1049 the wolf and 1049thewolf.com So
0: they did a survey of about 2000 drinkers and asked what type of alcohol they were drinking when they did stupid stuff.
1: <laughs> oh. Which
0: we are likely to do when we've been imbibing. Uh yes. Here's what they found. I'll start. Okay. Whiskey drinkers get arrested the most. Almost twice as many people said they were drinking whiskey compared to rum, which was in second place. Tequila was third.
1: Interesting. Because when I sip whiskey, I get very mellow. Well,
0: because you sip whiskey, you're not shooting it.
1: Ah, there it is. Vodka drinkers are the most likely to get naked in public. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. A third of people who've streaked said they were drinking vodka when it happened. (laughs) Most, Maybe because it's something younger people do and they tend to drink more vodka.
0: You're most likely to get a tattoo after drinking vodka. 42% Mm -hmm. were drinking Mm -hmm. it when they got inked up. Rom was next at 21% guilty. Ah!
1: Well, yeah, when we were in Miami one time, we were in the ocean, and there were some guys next to us, and and one of them goes, Hey, let's get drunk and get tattoos. He literally said that, so we always say that, me and Josh will say that to me, let's get drunk and get tattoos, because I think they're, I don't, I don't know where they were from, but that's what they sound like. Um, you're most likely to set something on fire while drinking tequila. Mm. Over a third of people who started a fire while they were drunk said tequila was the culprit.
0: Right, and tequila so. is also going to be probably the biggest culprit for the worst hangover. So, if See,
1: I, I don't think that's accurate. I think it's wine.
0: Really? Probably cheap wine. Boone's Farm, baby. Oh. Boone's Farm.
1: <laughs> What's Mad Dog Twenty Twenty? What liquor is that? that uh, is that just the runoff? At the is that the is that when say, the bartenders lift?
0: I think Mad the, Dog Twenty Twenty. The
1: runoff and just poured in a bottle. Yeah,
0: I think the, it, to Mad Dog Twenty Twenty <laughs> even discourages people from buying Mad Dog <laughs> <they> Twenty Twenty.
1: Do.
2: <laughs> John and Stephanie still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings. Ah! On the new 104.9, <laughs> The Wolf.
0: So Frito-Lay makes flaming, flaming Hot Cheetos, and they announced that they were coming out with a Flaming Hot Cheetos Mac and Cheese. Yes. And I was hell-bent determined on making that purchase. Yes. So I went to Walmart mm-hmm. in East Peoria. Mm-hmm. Strolling down. With, I'm strutting down. Not mm. even strolling. I'm mm-hmm. just strutting down the Mac and Cheese aisle. And I'm looking everywhere for it. But did I find it?
1: Sun ain't even out yet. No, and I'm looking right now. This is what I'm doing. So I'm looking and it says um, the products will initially be available exclusively at Walmart, nationally or online before rolling out to other retailers next year. 2020 so 2020s done it again. They, they look like this. If you need to look for them. Mm. So you, um, I don't, they're going to be in select Walmarts, I think.
0: What more can 2020 take from me?
1: Yeah. So they're not <laughs> even going to be out until next year.
0: That's what I want to know. You, you, I wasted a trip.
1: You Scooby-Doo ran to the Walmart <laughs> where your feet went, and then you took off.
0: And then and in we're there- all,
1: John. Not till next year. And
0: I'm all like shaggy.
1: Like, where did they go, Scoob?
2: (laughs) Walmart was having none of it. Not in
0: your belly.
2: (laughs) John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day-old donuts on the discount rack?
1: Mm, Donuts.
2: John and Stephanie on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com.
0: Is it true that age ain't nothing but a number?
1: Uh depends.
2: Okay.
0: Cuz Sean Penn,
1: uh-huh.
0: who's 60, he claims.
1: He's 59. Okay. He'll be 60 this week, I believe.
0: Buddy Dunn swooped in on Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter. Mm. She's 28.
1: She is 28.
0: And he has a daughter that's 29.
1: And I have a stomach that's <laughs> upset. <laughs> Here, okay, so there's um Maybe, and I don't know, maybe the daughter was like, listen to this expert in dating because there's a relationship expert named Jana. And she said, you shouldn't date guys who are single in their 30s because they most likely have some commitment issues since that's the age range when most guys have settled down by now. She says it's even better to date divorced guys in their 40s and up. And Sean Penn is very... Um, well-versed in the divorce. Sure. And he's clearly well above 40. So I don't know. Maybe she was listening to her. But the thing is, I, w- personally, I'm 38. And I wouldn't date a 28-year-old. Because I feel like in the 20s, your mindset is a little bit different.
0: There's probably some truth to that.
1: Now, I would date a guy who's 48. But because I think 30 and up, you're starting to... You're the, the mature age. I just... Twenty. The when you go twenties and sixties,
0: yeah. Would and,
1: you date a twenty-eight-year-old at your age? Would you date a twenty-eight-year-old?
0: Define date.
1: <laughs> Have a relationship with.
0: Um, that be that'd be a tough order. I just because it's, <laughs> I'm a generation above that.
1: Yeah, So, exactly. I, mean, it's,
0: I mean, intellectually, I think that there's, there's certain roadblocks right. that, that you would come across. And eventually, you want to be able to have some intelligent conversations. Right. So, yeah. I tried to dodge that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I did not
2: succeed. No, no, no. If John and Stephanie were any funnier, that would actually be really helpful.
1: John and Stephanie. Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com. It started off with, please don't run from bears or push your slower friends down in attempts of saving yourself. (laughs) Do not run, but if the bear follows, stop and hold your ground. Like dogs, they will chase fleeing animals. Do not climb a tree. Do not push down a slower friend, even if you think the friendship has run its course. (laughs) (laughs) This is coming from them.
0: That's awesome.
1: And and then it says, P.S., We apologize to any friends who were brought on a hike as the bait or were sacrificed to save the group. You will be missed. (laughs) They are
0: hilarious. (laughs) And guess what? I would be the guy that they brought via sacrifice.
1: Come on, John. Let's go on a hike. I don't want And their eyes really wide and staring at you.
0: (laughs) But my back's bad and I'm slow. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) follow the wolf on twitter instagram facebook and listen on your smart speaker or online at 1049thewolf.com
0: it's been about four and a half months since we started being affected by the virus in the united states Mm -hmm. there's a there's a discussion on reddit it's pretty interesting that asks if if the coronavirus had never happened what would you have done in the past four months Mm -hmm. um some of the answers that really hit home Uh, Somebody said, I would have spent my six months exploring Mexico during my gap year actually exploring Mexico rather than every corner of my apartment in Mexico.
1: Oh, man. Right? That's a bummer. Somebody else said, my wife and I are opera singers, and this was our big breakout year with a good number of contracts, and it would take us to the next level. All our contracts were canceled since most companies have closed. We've shifted careers at this point, so it has completely devastated some people's careers completely if
0: you're blessed with the ability to sing opera right and you can't do that now because Mm -hmm. of this virus that's messed up Mm -hmm. um somebody else said i would have had to work only 40 hours a week instead of the 70 that i have because clients assume that since people are at home and under the fear of losing their jobs they can overwork
1: us i didn't even think about that uh i would have gotten married today somebody said my uh our nanny's daughter should have gotten married last a couple weeks ago and they had to reschedule. It's terrible. Uh
0: So, uh, and we'll have to see uh, in the coming weeks uh, what else is going to happen, but there you go.
2: Whether working from your office or your home office, tell your smart speaker to play 1049 The Wolf. Number one for new country. The new 1049 The Wolf.
1: We have something on our Facebook. It's a post called Describe what you do for a living but as a crime. Okay. So do you know, okay, so you know what, are you picking up what I'm putting down kind of a little bit? Okay, so for instance, this is a great one. I drive fast and disregard the rules of my road to break into people's homes and cause immense water damage. Afterwards, I tear down their ceilings and drywall and leave without cleaning anything up.
0: Um, I don't know.
1: Fireman, firefighter.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. All right, now, all right. now I'm smelling what you're selling. Okay.
1: I force children to stay in a small room to do paperwork without paying them. School teacher. Yes. I hand someone instruments to cut into an unconscious person.
0: Uh, surgeon?
1: Surgical tech. Okay. Uh, I'm a drug dealer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pharmacist.
1: Yeah, or a nutritional supplement store. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, this is a great one. I help people circumvent copyright by getting them loads of free books, DVDs, CDs, games, and any other media that's come out in the last hundred years.
0: No idea.
1: Librarian.
0: Oh man, those librarians are trouble.
1: These are great. So if you have one, if you can figure it out, we're trying to figure out our job. Yeah. If you can figure out what we do as a crime, but describe it as a crime, let us know. But the post is up on our Facebook at 1049 the Wolf.
2: John and Stephanie once again voted most likely to say...
1: Um, are you going to finish that?
2: Mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com.
0: So, uh, this is pretty funny. N- um, apparently, everyone knows the... Because everyone has Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody. Yes. Everyone knows the ta mm-hmm. sound that, p- that plays when Netflix comes on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like this.
1: Oh, that makes me think Grey's Anatomy is about to start.
0: But everyone knows that sound, mm-hmm. right? Okay. There we go, Netflix. Mm-hmm. But it could have been a very, very different story because they almost went with this.
1: Okay, so just imagine you and your significant other have finally relaxed after mm. the kids are in bed. Nice. You got the popcorn, the wine. You're settled down for a movie finally for a quiet night. Mm-hmm. You click on Netflix and <laughs> <laughs>
0: It could, di- could have been a very
2: different thing. I'm just gonna thing. play it over.
1: Or. <laughs> 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 oh, what do you want to watch? Hey, I'm season four of Grey's Anatomy is on. Fire it so- up. All right, fire it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a Netflix executive. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Quote: I like the sound of a goat. It was funny. I thought it was quirky, and it was our version of Leo the Lion. And so for a while, we we're stuck on that goat sound." <laughs> Yeah, and I thought that would be a good time.
1: Or my favorite <laughs> should have been a goat scream. <laughs> hey kids, you want to watch uh, some PJ Masks? Yeah, hang on a second. Fired up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, Netflix. Yeah. although I'd have been happy with either good decision.
2: one. Rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049TheWolf.com. John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf.
1: You have an
0: example of, would you say, expert trolling? Or just
1: Oh, expert tro- not even not even just trolling but just phenomenal captioning.
0: Like mic drop worthy. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So Megan Fox and MGK. I love both of them separately. I think Megan Fox is the hottest girl on the planet by far.
0: And MGK's Machine Gun Kelly.
1: Machine Gun Kelly, also known as his birth name Colson, but he's hot too. So they started dating. Megan Fox divorced Brian Austin Green. We know him as David Silver from 90210. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they have three sons together. Megan Fox divorced Brian Austin Green to date MGK.
0: Oh, she broke up with him just to date MGK?
1: Um, Yes. Wow. She said, well, we were, you know, splitting apart. But like two seconds after they announced their divorce, she was with MGK. Gotcha. So they've been filming a movie together. So now they're officially Instagram official. So recently, yesterday, and I saw this, Megan Fox posted a picture with MGK, captioned it, achingly beautiful boy, my heart is yours. Oops. When I saw that, I thought, that's an odd caption. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't call Josh my boy because mm-hmm. that's weird. When I say when I think achingly beautiful boys, I think my sons. And mm-hmm. that's a, that's the first thing that I would think of. Well, then Brian Austin Green responded by posting pictures of their sons together, and it says, achingly beautiful boys, my heart is yours, which is what should have happened. So he's trolling her.
0: Mm, I think we can go safely say that that was a mic drop. That wasn't a troll. That was
1: a huge mic drop because he's like, hey, hey, Megan, we, we got kids together. <laughs> right. Where have you been? <laughs> Which is what I was thinking. Why is she posting all these pictures with MGK? Where's her boys?
0: Yep.
2: <laughs> John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day old donuts on the discount rack?
1: Mm, donuts.
2: John and Stephanie on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049TheWolf.com. Toy Story. Mm-hmm. We all love the Toy Stories.
1: I do. I do. It's a little bit of um, a deeper conversation I think kids should be having. Like, where's Andy's mom or dad? And, you know, you start looking into... Have you ever deep dove into the Toy Story line? I just want to enjoy
0: it for what it is. I'm
1: going to make it awful for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Toy Story 3 made a lot of people ask if toys can die. Mm Mm-hmm. Or if they're immortal and their consciousness would be transferred to other toys. Well, this is interesting. Someone on Twitter said, quote, my girlfriend and I are having a big fight because I think the toys from Toy Story are immortal and she thinks they can die. So the director, Uh, Lee Unkrich, responded, they live as long as they exist. But if they were to be utterly destroyed, say
1: incinerated,
0: yep. Then game over.
1: Right. That's what I would think, but do you you remember um, Child's Play?
0: Oh, with Charles?
1: Charles, my (laughs) man Charles.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) With the unfortunate hair (laughs) and scars and whatnot. Uh, He went through the disassembly line (laughs) towards the end of one of the movies, right?
0: Like five times my man got destroyed. And
1: he still ended up marrying somebody.
0: (laughs) He married a doll. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> so along those lines.
0: Okay. All right. If we're all right, if we're if we're putting Toy Story <laughs> in the child's play universe, then they're yeah. safe. They're going to be just fine. I,
1: well, they're going to be okay unless Charles comes <laughs> after them. He's like, no, this is my movie. <laughs> See, and then the, and then they'd have to fight. Listen, Charles is like <laughs> the neighbor kid from the first movie. I
0: don't like. I don't like Mr. Potato Head's chances.
1: No, I,
0: I do like Buzz Lightyear's chances because he can fly off. Right, possibly.
1: So, okay, <laughs> this is a conversation that could go on and on, my friend. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, there you go. It's the director, so he kind of has some sort of pull.
1: I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call his bluff on that, though. Are right, you all right? Yeah.
2: If John and Stephanie were any funnier. That would actually be really helpful.
1: John and Stephanie, mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com.
0: All right, so this has been bugging you ever since you came in this morning.
1: It has, yes.
0: So, why don't you go ahead and just tell us about it?
1: So, wooden spoons, they are a staple of most kitchens. Mm-hmm. If you, the old, the fun fact about wooden spoons, if you <laughs> put them over the top of a pot of boiling water, yeah, it uh, prevents the water from spilling over. You know how sometimes when it gets really boily, it comes over the top? Yeah. The wooden spoon will help prevent that if you put it over the top. Why? I don't know. Anyways, that's just a side note. <laughs> that's a hack. That's the only way you should be using your wooden spoons because <laughs> a judge on MasterChef Australia posted something about this a while back on how to clean them. Okay. And now people are posting pictures of them and saying they're never using their wooden spoon again because when you just dishwash it, it doesn't necessarily clean everything out of it. So he says that you're supposed to boil them. And when you do, all sorts of the all sorts of oil from whatever you've stirred with that spoon and food particles comes out of the spoon mm. and you can see it all in the bowl of boiling water. Nice.
0: It's like it makes soup.
1: Oh. <laughs> it just I just when I no. <laughs> no. Just get rid of it. There the silicone <laughs> like <laughs> spatulas that's what we use I have some silicone spatulas are easier to clean and they're a little bit more sanitary use like a plastic spoon mm. but boil your wooden spoons when you get home or while you're at home right now take a picture and let us know about it because it's disgusting what
0: well, you call disgusting I call secondary soup <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>